Welcome to Scale Your Business Radio with your hosts, David Finkel and Jeff Hoffman. Hi there, listeners, and welcome to another episode of Scale Your Business Radio, the show that's focused on growing your business and getting your life back. I'm one of your hosts, David Finkel, and I'm joined by my co-host, Jeff Hoffman. Many of you know Jeff as the co-founder of Priceline.com. And if you've ever wondered if your business owns you rather than you owning it, you're in the right place. Scale Your Business Radio is going to give you a proven roadmap and ideas to, to rapidly grow your company while also gaining more personal freedom. So the goal really is to get you to work less and still enjoy great growth by getting your business to produce more. So, Jeff, welcome here today. Thanks, David. Glad to be here. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about what it means to be overwhelmed and dealing with that overwhelm uh, epidemic, really, in business owners' lives. I mean, according to a recent survey we conducted of 500 business owners, 70% of them reported feeling overwhelmed running their businesses. They felt pulled in too many different directions, like they were wearing too many hats. We have no time to take a breath or to regroup. And if you can relate to that, then you're going to really enjoy this episode. So, Jeff, just share with me, what, what are some of the things that you think cause business owners to feel overwhelmed in their company sometimes or many times? Well, you know, actually, I'll, I'll go one step further and uh, kind of deliver the punchline, and then we'll back up and explain a little bit more about things you can do to, to feel better in this circumstance. But, you know, the cold hard truth we all have to face is it's not going to go away, the overwhelm. The overwhelm, as we know, is caused by the relationship between all the things we want to do. By the way, there's all the things we have to do. There's all the things we want to do. And there's all the things we think we have to do. Uh, and then there's the limited amount of time to do them. So we feel overwhelmed, and we say to ourselves, as soon as I get this all under control, I'll feel better. But what I was saying, the punchline is, is it's never going to be under control. So what we have to do is learn how to live in a world where there's always going to be more things that you have to do and want to do than you really have time for. <laughs> That's a great way of putting it. I mean, I think sometimes as business owners, we want to be able to tie things up into neat packages, and whether it's the understanding that there's always going to be more than it's possible to get done, or even the, the other side of that, which is we're going to be operating in a world of imperfect information. I mean, I, I, I noticed that in the business world, many people seek a certain answer, but, but in many cases, we just have a probability. We don't have a definite answer that we, we are absolutely positive about. We kind of put it out there, pay attention to the result, and have to tweak and adjust, because rarely does it go just perfect. I, oh, I think that's an excellent point, David. Uh, that's one of the other major causes of that feeling of overwhelm is that uncertainty. Even, let's just say, the opposite of what I said, let's say you do have all your work under control and you got everything finished, what still makes you feel overwhelmed is that uncertainty, is that there are things you don't know how it's going to go you're launching a new product, let's just say as an example, and you just don't know if it's going to work. Will customers love it, hate it? Will they buy it? Will it break? Um, uncertainty uh, makes me feel overwhelmed because I want, as you said, to fill in all the blanks and neatly write down all the answers, and they're simply not available. So learning to live with that uncertainty, especially as entrepreneurs and small business owners, um, when we're trying new things, is also part of the formula, but you are correct that uncertainty is one of the main causes of this feeling of being overwhelmed. 
Now, let's do the following here. Let's give some suggestions. We've kind of framed out in broad strokes what causes this feeling of overwhelm. You know, too many things. You've got your three lists there, the things we want to do, the things we'd like to do, the things we know we're never going to actually get to, but we keep on the list. And so I, I want to share now one idea, then I want to hear some ideas from you. We'll kind of go back and forth here a little bit. So one idea that I've learned the hard way was this idea just to give myself a break, to recognize at a certain point in the day that I'm not really getting more work done. I'm just getting low-value tasks. And I'll share it with a quick example. You know, I remember a friend of mine, his name was Peter. He was going for a run, and I was going for a jog with him. And at the time, I was actually in really good physical shape. This is probably 15 years ago. Um, nowadays, I'd probably be going the same pace he was. And we were running around Shelter Island in San Diego, and we were passing all these different people as we were running together, many of whom were in their 60s, 70s, and probably a little bit older. And then toward the end of that run, about 40 minutes into it, Jeff, he was going so slow with me next to him that those same people we had passed earlier started to pass up us. And I, and I call this one pacing. We think we're actually getting useful work done in the office, but at a certain point when we're just done for the day, that extra one or two hours that we put in beyond, not only does it not really produce value or results for the business, but it really holds the owner back and locks him or her in that cycle of feeling that overwhelm rather than taking the time off and going back to be with your family or playing hooky for an afternoon and going for a walk in the park. So my first suggestion would be when you notice yourself one pacing where you're just knocking off low-value tasks but not adding value, consider just taking a breather and taking a break and come back to it fresh an hour, a day later, some, some point in time after you've taken a break. Um, <laughs> uh, completely agree. I'm laughing because uh, there's no way I'm going to compare physical fitness stories with you, David, the previous Olympic-level athlete. <laughs> However, um, I completely agree. If you think about it literally, you know, like the Energizer Buddy, funny, right? When the other toys, when their battery gets low, they move slowly and sluggishly. They're not really doing anything as their battery dies. We are exactly the same. When you get to that point where your battery is dying, not only are you not getting work done at the same rate, but you may be harming yourself because now you're tired, you're making bad decisions, you're trying to hurry to get something done. You may be harming yourself versus, as you said, going off and doing something non-work-related, whatever rejuvenates you, time with your children or a run or whatever it is, uh, and coming back with a fully charged battery. The other advantage and how that helps you deal with the overwhelm, is when you get away from the environment, get out from under the mountain of, of whatever, of paper, whatever it is that's making you feel that way, and you step out into the world again, sometimes you come back with a fresh perspective. When you step away and then come back, you say, wow, I didn't even see it from that angle yesterday. I was so worried about this until I stopped looking at it, and now when I look at it anew, I see ways to solve the problem that I was too deep in the middle of to ever see before. Yeah. It's interesting. I know one of the things we talked about, and for those of you who had they partially do... David, unfortunately, I was not able to hear the last part of what you said there. Fewer, better things and the impact on the business. All right. So, again, unfortunately, that was fuzzy. So let's talk about... You and I were talking earlier about some of the solutions... Uh, to dealing with that sense of feeling overwhelmed and things that you can do. And, you know, David, you're one of the people that over these years I've known you has, has taught me one of the most valuable tools 
which is when I look at my list of everything I have in front of me and I get overwhelmed because I know I can't do it, prioritizing and accepting the fact that first I got to put the list in bang for the buck priority order. What, it, what tasks, if I do them, will have the most impact, considering I can't do them all, then I have to accept the fact that I'm only going to do the top two things or whatever it is on the list. So learning to prioritize all the things in front of me and recognizing that I'm only going to do the top of the list at any given chunk of time helped me to calm down when I felt overwhelmed. Yeah, I'll share an example kind of backing that up there. So I'm thinking of Clayton, a business owner who owns a fireplace place. It's a company in, in Georgia. He's got people who come to him for fireplaces and for patio um, um, barbecue sets and so forth from probably three or four states away. I remember talking with him about two and a half years ago, Jeff, and he had a carpet company, a flooring company as well. He still owns. The flooring company he described as uh, much more work, lower margins, greater competition, and cash flow was tight because typically he didn't get paid until after the job was done in that industry. Whereas the fireplace company, he got paid cash up front or credit card up front, um, very much uh, less competition and better margins. And the moment he put it out like that, what he recognized was why was he putting effort into both businesses equally? That was silly. And when he shifted, yeah. he's actually right. grown his company you know, 50 60% a year for the last two and a half years simply by robbing energy from the flooring company to reinvest in the much better place, which is his fireplace company. Absolutely makes a lot of sense, and that, that's why I was saying that bang for the buck. Uh, again, sometimes we feel it's almost like, uh, this is the way I started to think of it, it's almost like if you're sitting at dinner and the phone rings, and you stop dinner, interrupt your family, and go answer the phone, because I remember thinking, wait a minute, you don't have to answer the phone. And you feel like this is a task I'm obliged to do, so I must answer the phone even though it's dinner. And the day you say to yourself, you know what, it, 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 that is not a task I have to do right now. Right now my highest priority is dinner with my family. And you sit back down calmly. It's like a weight lift off your shoulders. So part of it is we're own, our own worst enemy because we think we have to continue to do all these things, like, like the story you just told, when in fact those were not the things that at that moment in our, in our business or our lives were generating the most value for us. Absolutely. You're listening to Scale Your Business Radio, the show that's dedicated to grow your business and get your life back. In the next episode coming up, we're going to talk about control and how to kick the addiction for control and the true price of control. Stay tuned and we look forward to joining with the next episode. Scale listener, this is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and to encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. If you've ever wanted to grow your business but held yourself back from fear that it would take over your life, then we urge you to get your copy of Scale today. It'll give you a proven roadmap for rapidly growing your business while also gaining more personal freedom. Scale will help you work less by getting your business to produce more. Scale is for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. 
For more information, visit us online at scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. That's scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com.